welcome to the World of Wellness Podcast, where we talk all things health, wellness, mindset, and motivation. I'm your host, Megan Zucra. We're here to give you the tools and resources that you can put into action to transform into the healthiest, happiest, most confident version of yourself. All right, team, welcome back to the World of Wellness podcast. Today, we're going to talk about how you cannot exercise out a bad diet. So we're going to talk a little bit about nutrition today, but just wanted to give you a disclaimer that I am not a trained nutritionist, but I wanted to share with you what is in my scope of practice as an exercise physiologist and really share some tips and tricks that may help you start to lose weight rather than just getting on a treadmill and running like crazy to try to outwork a bad diet. Now, we will eventually have my good friend on here who's a nutritionist to talk about the finer details of nutrition, but for today, I'm going to share some tips and tricks that you can put into action to start your weight loss journey. So I made a joke with my um, personal coach the other day that I think that I got into the wrong business because nutrition is one of the most confusing, broad, most asked about topic when it comes to weight loss metabolism, and longevity. (laughs) So before we get into the nitty gritty about, you know, kind of what happens when we exercise and how nutrition plays a role in there, I want to take it a step further back. So really today I'm talking to those of you specifically who are on a solid exercise regimen but can't seem to lose weight Or you might be somebody who has not really started an exercise program yet, but just getting looking into it, you'll still find a lot of benefit from this podcast as well. I wanted to share a quote with you. It's by August Dean of Hippo. Hope has two beautiful daughters. Their names are Anger and Courage. Anger at the way things are and courage to see that they do not remain the same. I love this quote, especially when it comes to exercise and health and wellness. We have to be so frustrated with how we are in order to have the courage to be able to step outside of ourselves and to create something new or do something different. So when we're talking about exercise today or nutrition, there's probably going to be something in here of things that you don't currently do, but are things that you need to do in order to step into the next version of yourself, the next level of yourself that you want to be. Because I think that if you're listening to this podcast, you want to transform your life in some way, shape, or form. So we have to have the courage to step outside of ourselves to do something new, to get uncomfortable so that we can become the person we want to be. And if you haven't done this already, I'd really encourage you to take out a piece of paper, maybe write it on your phone in your notes, but really dig deep and figure out why it is that you want to become healthier. What is the root cause? What is, why do you want to be a healthier person? Why do you want to eat better? Why do you want to exercise? Why do you want to do strength training? So really figuring out why you want what you want is going to help you find that courage to be able to do the things that you don't want to do. So I'm going to provide a solution to you today for how to not outwork a bad diet and actually lose some weight. (laughs) So, But I also want to talk about the way that cardio and strength training play a role in fat loss and how the nutrition comes into play with that as well. So, you know, our body uses food 
to use as fuel to create energy within our bodies. So the quality of what we're putting into our bodies is really important. And if I'm eating junk or drinking gallons of wine every week, and then I'm trying to go do cardio for three hours to burn it all off, that's not going to work like that. Because what you're doing when you're having excess amounts of food, especially if they're not good foods, especially if it's alcohol, especially if it's high in carbs and high in calories, you're going to get on a treadmill or you're going to think that the solution to losing all this weight and working off this food that you even take is to go run for an hour, run for three hours, but that's not how it works. So if you're putting bad fuel into your body, your body's going to go, I don't know what to do with this. Like, I'm just going to store it as fat. So you might not even be processing it when you go to exercise. Or even if you do exercise, if you're exercising for that hour, but you're eating 3,000 calories in that hour, you're probably only going to burn anywhere from three to 500 calories. So you're still having a caloric excess. So it takes, to lose one pound of fat, it takes 3,500 calories. So you need a 3,500 calorie deficient when it comes to your exercise and nutrition. And I'm going to talk about a little bit later how you can fine tune that. So let's talk about the physiology with the strength training and with the cardio. So why cardio? Everybody knows that cardio will help you burn fat, but we have to look at how that happens. So when we're doing cardio, the purpose of doing cardio is to get the heart pumping. So we're getting blood flow to all of these different areas of the body, every single organ and every single muscle, every single movement, every single bone, (laughs) everything needs blood to function. And blood carries nutrients throughout the body so that the body can create energy and do work. So that's why the quality of what you're putting in is important because if we're not putting quality stuff in, we're not going to get quality nutrients to do the work. Then it gets the heart pumping, so then everything's having to work faster. We're having to breathe faster because we're needing to make more chemical reactions in our body to create energy. And those chemical reactions that happen to create energy is called a metabolism. So that's how calories help you burn. That's how you that's how you burn calories during cardio. Long story short, the simple version. <laughs> and strength training plays a huge role in that because strength training, I would argue, is almost more important when you're starting to exercise because when you're strength training you're starting to build muscle so when you're building muscle your body's metabolism is going to increase because now you have more muscle that needs more energy so now i automatically need more chemical reactions to happen in my body so it increases your metabolism so the higher your metabolism is the more calories you're going to burn at rest so you know if i start strength training my my metabolism might start at 12, my BMR might be 1,200 calories a day. So that means that I mean, your BMR is your basal metabolic rate. And that means if my basal metabolic rate or my metabolism is at 1,200, that means if I do nothing all day, I'm going to burn 1,200 calories. If I were just to lay in my bed, do nothing, I'd burn 1,200 calories. Um, but if I start strength training, you might see that metabolism increase to maybe 14, 15, 16 100 calories at rest. So your body is using more energy to keep itself awake and alive. So that's how that increases your metabolism. So now 
If you have more muscle and then you do cardio on top of that, you're now going to be getting into the, you have, you have more muscle, so you're creating more energy, so it's going to make your cardio more efficient because you're burning more calories because you have more muscle doing work, generally speaking. But what happens when we have a bad diet and we try to make up for it by exercising is you might be building muscle, but you're not losing fat because your body has an excess of calories. So what we need to do is reduce the calories or at least just become mindful of the calories that we're putting into our body. So my favorite way, and I know that this isn't sexy and I know that you probably won't want to do it, but the best way to really know what you're putting in your body is to have the courage to be honest with yourself and track every single thing that you're doing. And I know it's, you know, and I know that most of you know how to eat healthy. It's just a matter of becoming aware of what we're actually doing. So I'm not affiliated, but I use my fitness pal to track my food and I can't even tell you how much it blows my mind what some of the calories are and things that I would think are healthy. For example, this morning I had, I have a little plantain chips. I'm like, cool, a light snack. It's just a plantain chip. And then I look at the calories on it and I was so surprised because it was almost 400 calories for a cup of them. And I'm like, wow, I would have never thought that something like this would have that many calories. So when we start to track our food, we're becoming more aware of what we're actually intaking. And another good example is that we could be think that we're having a healthy snack by eating a handful of nuts or a cup of nuts, but that probably cup of nuts probably has close to 500 calories. And for women, Women should have between 12 and 1,500 calories per day. I think 1,400 calories is a sweet spot, especially if you're really active. And then men should be more between 16 and 1,800 calories. So if you're only having 1,400 calories a day and you're either eating three meals a day or five smaller meals a day, and say you're eating three meals and you have that 500 calorie snack, well, what, what's gonna, what's lunch, breakfast, and dinner gonna look like? So it's really, it's really just a great tool to become aware of what we're putting in our body. And again, this takes a lot of courage, especially to be incredibly honest with ourselves when we're tracking food because, you know, I could, I, I have, you know, half a glass of wine or half a bottle of wine and then I look and see how many calories are in it and I'm like, oh my gosh, that's horrible. <laughs> and so we, it's, 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 hard to be honest. I could rather say, well, oh, that was just some extra calories. Maybe that was another 200. I'll just add that on top and put it in my calorie list. (laughs) But no, we like actually really have to like put it in, look at the data, see how many calories I'm taking, how many are coming from protein, how many are coming from carbs, how many are coming from fat, and then adjust from there. And I, I know that you may feel, especially if you put something in and you thought, man, I didn't think this was that many calories, or I thought that I was being healthy, the tendency is to want to beat ourselves up about it. 
I do that with myself whenever I track something and I see that there's more calories in it than I thought. And I'm like, darn, like I'm going to be a little bit off of my goals today. I immediately switch it off and said, nope, this is just awareness. I'm learning. I'm learning how I can better myself, better my food intake and just keep learning and growing and have the courage to be wrong and have the courage to keep starting over the next day over and over again. And it's a process. Don't expect to be perfect right off the bat. And you're never going to be perfect. We are never going to get it down to a T unless you want to. But it's it's all a matter about tracking it for your health standpoint. And I know that most of you listening to this are probably into health and fitness because you want to live a long, healthy, happy life. You're not trying to be an elite athlete. You are just trying to get optimal health for you and your age that you can do all the other things that you want to do in the rest of your life. So recap here, we need to be mindful of what goes in our body. You will not be able to out-exercise a bad diet no matter what you do you could be on a treadmill for an hour four times a week but if you are not putting the right nutrition in your body you are never going to lose weight you're going to store fat because your body can't process what's getting put into your body. Now before I teach you how to really know exactly how many calories you're burning and how many calories that you're um, putting in your body, I want to talk about the benefits and non-benefits of working out two times a day. And it depends specifically what you're doing and the intensity that you're doing, but you want to be mindful and really ask yourself why you're doing a two a day. Are you doing a two a day because you're an elite athlete and you are training to be in the Olympics? Are you doing a two a day because you feel guilty about what you're putting into your body? Or do you just not have much energy that you're like, hey, I feel great, I'm gonna go exercise another day. So it's all about the intention behind it. Is it out of, you feel guilty of what you're doing? Do you have energy? Are you training for something? And if that's cool, great. You just wanna make sure that you are recovering well enough and that you're drinking plenty of water, that you make sure that you're doing it for the right reasons and also not hurting ourselves. And I know women specifically, we are kind of pushed into this societal norm based upon what we see on social media of I want to have abs and toned arms and I shouldn't have any fat around my waist. But women need fat for hormones to regulate our body temperature, for the growth hormone, for our bone marrow, our nerves and our organs all need fat, so we don't want to try to minimize our fat or get our fat to level level to where it harms the function of our bodies. A healthy body weight for women to be at is between 21 and 31% body fat and men between 14 and 24% body fat. Now again, that's subjective to the person, but that's a healthy range for most people. There was this article that I was reading about Lizzo. If you guys know who Lizzo is, I got my hand done. (laughs) Anyway, she had this whole article. There was this whole article written about her about how her morning routine, I'll post the link in the comments, but her morning routine was that she rubbed her big belly and she said, I love you. Thank you for keeping me alive. Thank you for giving me well. And then also 
She just said, thank you. You have all the room in the world that you need to breathe and expand, and I love you. Now, that is so powerful because we women are taught that our love handles or the extra fat in front of us is not normal and we shouldn't have it, but it really is. And our bodies are so beautiful, capable things that can produce life. Like, that is just amazing. So we need fat on our bodies. And it's if you have not gotten your body fat tested, you can get it tested at usually gyms have like an in-body or um, ask your doctor. Doctors can also test your body fat percentage as well. So if you haven't done it, get that so that you know that you're in a healthy range so that you can make healthy choices when it comes to your exercise program. No matter what, love yourself. You got this. Anyway, so Back to, let's wrap it up here on how you can exactly know what's going into your body and what's going out. First, as we talked about, to know what's going in, you go to MyFitnessPal. Again, I'm not affiliated. You can download the app or go right on the website. It is MyFitnessPal.com. I'll also put it in the show notes for you guys. And you can enter everything. And the cool thing is you can even scan barcodes and you can put in your food that you eat it's packaged that you don't have to guess on what it is it has all the macronutrients right there for you and the calories specifically is what we're looking at and when you're into my fitness pal you want to put that you're sedentary in there and not add any exercise because when you exercise it's going to give you more calories to eat and you want to keep it to where you're at you're eating the amount of calories that your metabolism is and again for women that's between 4 or uh, 12 to 15 and then for men that's between eight, 16 and 18 so you can go in and adjust it i think 1400 calories is a great place to be again it's very subjective but in my experience 1400 calories is a great place to be for women who are exercising to lose weight you'd go to my fitness pal you can go in there change the calories and don't even worry about the macronutrients just track the calories see how many calories you're eating per day where are your most of your calories coming from and be honest with yourself have the courage to be honest with yourself and track everything that you're doing I know it's not easy I know it's scary I know it isn't fun and it's not sexy but trust me it works and I'm at the point now where I actually like tracking my food and I like seeing what I'm doing and it's just also when you put something in there that you don't like just be kind to yourself rub your belly like Lisso and say thank you I love you we're gonna do this so just being kind to yourself throughout the process to track the calories that you're exporting I would recommend using a heart rate monitor and I like the ones that go upon your chest they go right around your heart I personally use my zone and yes I am affiliated with that one um, but I use that for my group training sessions where everybody has one on I can see everybody's heart rate all at one time but it's really great because it shows you how hard you're working, the intensity, your calories that you export or that you burn, and um, it gives you points, and the points make it fun. <laughs> so um, 
any anyone that goes around your chest will be more accurate than ones around your wrist so if you don't have one of those I would highly recommend in investing one of those I will post a link from there so alright we have a fitness tracker we have something that tells us how many calories we're burning and then we have the my fitness pal that'll show us how many calories we're intaking now it's time to do a little bit of math and again this is not sexy whatsoever I know but just remember your why and have the courage to do something that's a little bit out of your comfort zone. Okay, so what I personally do is that I have a fitness tracking form where I have the date, I have the exercise type or mode that I did, I have my calorie intake, and then I have my calories burned. So my goal and for my metabolism, my goal is 1400 calories per day. Like that is basic for me. That is baseline. That's my metabolism. That is what I'm going to eat. So if I burn calories, anything from there is just negative calories. So as we talked about before, if I'm going to have 1400 calories, that's how many calories that my body would burn if I did nothing. And then I go exercise and I burned 300 calories. Then I'm at a 300 calorie deficiency. And then if I go to the next day, oops, I ate 1,800 calories the next day, but I burned 500 on my workout. So I ate 400 more calories than I was supposed to. So instead of being at a 500 calorie deficient, I'm only at a 100 calorie deficient. So essentially you would do that for every day of the week and then you would add up the number of calories you were deficient in to know essentially how much weight you've lost. So if I add up my five days in the week and I burned 1500 calories extra then that's you know almost a third of a pound of fat. Remember to lose one pound of fat it takes 3500 calories. So it is safe to shoot to lose between one and two pounds per week and a conservative goal is one pound per week and an aggressive goal is two pounds per week. Now if you shoot for half a pound a week, if you shoot for three-fourths of a pound a week, that's great and look how that would add up. If you want some additional assistance with this, I do have a few slots open on my calendar for a private fitness coaching session. You can check on the show notes on how to do that. So if I exercise and I burned 1500 calories over the course of the week, and I do that for four weeks in a row, by the end of the month, I'm going to lose close to two pounds of fat. So it's a slow and steady process and do it to where you lose weight slowly, safely, and surely. Not that you're going burning 30 pounds of fat in a month and then you gain it all back because then you start eating like you normally would. So you want to make the process slow and sustainable, but you got to start the process. You got to get out of the comfort zone. You got to be mindful and have the courage to face yourself and be kind yourself to make the changes. I hope that you learned something from this podcast today and thank you for tuning in. If you liked this episode, don't forget to subscribe for updates and new episodes. Have a great day and we will see you next time.